0: All right, guys, welcome back into the show. Thank you for tuning in today. It's time to get notified here on Nerd with a Phone podcast. Yeah, man, Nerd with a Phone 1 here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And um, yeah, it's been about a month since our last episode. We're going to rectify that next. Guys, welcome back. Welcome, welcome back, guys, to Nerd with a Phone podcast. We are getting ready to do another episode here of the show and everything. It's just been about a month. i um, been crazy busy at work. Um, anybody that works in the food industry knows when you get shorthanded, uh, man, that's where you as an employee can earn a lot of money. Uh, if you're willing to stay and take the time, and that's where I've been. I do apologize for missing so many episodes, but we are back now to our schedule, and we will be back again. I promise, uh, this week's episode, we're going to talk about 22 of the worst movies of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. I found an article over on popsugar.com, and I'm going to see if I agree, or if you guys agree, with this list. Man, <sighs> So glad to be back. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, and before we get going here, guys, yeah, uh, one of the places I have been um, besides work is um, trying to get my father settled in um, as best as possible, Um, been dealing, trying to help him deal emotionally with moving into a rest home, Um, and yeah, that that's taken a lot of the energy that would normally be uh, put towards an effort, a hobby such as this. And um, I appreciate your patience in waiting for a new episode from me if you have in fact been waiting. Um, <clears throat> so with that said, um, before I went back into recording and everything, I did get a chance actually to hang out with Drupal Rock five seven four. And his brother, Sharky, and uh, yeah, we um, we went bowling at one of the oldest bowling alleys in my tri-state area here in southern Indiana. Um, the bowling alley itself has seen better days, but we had a good old time. Even though, um, like the high score of the night was actually dreadful, Rock, uh, who who bowled a one o one in our final game. Oh, man, we are terrible, terrible bowling, terrible at it, but we had a good time. Also played some pool, things like this, but yeah. <sighs> oh, man, so much, so much fun. Um, Anyhow, if you see Dreadful Rock over on the socials, say hi for me. So this article starts out with an acknowledgment. It says, To be fair, not all movies are produced with the hope of becoming a cinematic masterpiece. Some movies just want to provide a few laughs and scares rather than draw accolades, and that's totally fine. However, some films are just incontestably stinkers, and no amount of A-listers in the cast can save them. Is anyone surprised that Bucky Lawrence born to be a star, wasn't nominated for an Oscar? Well, no. But we are still surprised that Christina Ricci agreed to be in that movie? Oh, yes we are! Here are 22 films that have earned a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes because bad movies happen and sometimes bad reviews are very, very necessary. So, this article starts out with an acknowledgement. It says... To be fair, not all movies are produced with the hope of becoming a cinematic masterpiece. Some movies just want to provide a few laughs and scares rather than draw accolades, and that's totally fine. However, some films are just incontestably stinkers, and no amount of A-listers in the cast can save them. Is anyone surprised that Bucky Lawrence, born to be a star, was not nominated for an Oscar? Well, no. But we are still surprised that Christina Ricci agreed to be in that movie? Oh, yes, we are. Here are 22 films that have earned a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes because bad movies happen and sometimes bad reviews are very, very necessary. And here we go, um, in no particular order. Uh, <laughs> Are you looking for a bad E.T. knockoff? Well, then Mac and Me is the movie for you. If not, you'll probably agree with the critic who called this one mercenary display of product placement and a bad advertisement for filmmaking. We're just grateful this one never got a sequel. Yeah, man, I could hear that. Because uh, Mac and Me 1988, like, look, I liked it as a as a rental or whatever. Um, I was surprised to learn out upon renting it um, that uh, it had actually been in theaters. I didn't didn't know that. Um, I mean, you know, we were were no stranger in the 80s to there's a big hit and then suddenly here comes the knockoffs. I can't remember how many bad Terminator um, clones were put out um, just uh, horrible, horrible Terminator clones. Um yeah, so of course somebody was going to try to uh ape the success of the extraterrestrial ET at some point and um Mac and me was that attempt. And uh to be fair, some of the special effects in it, hold up pretty good today because it was practical effects. The practical effects uh, have aged pretty well in that film, in my opinion. However, the movie is absolute trash. So, um, good work in a bad product means little. Just look at this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Self-defecating humor aside, um yeah, we're moving on down the list now, uh, Problem, Tra- Problem Child from 1990, um, a John Ritter film, and, um uh, yeah, man, is this movie, oh, man, this movie, um, pretty much the reason John Ritter's career didn't take off, um, Like, if this had been just even slightly a better hit for Ritter, um, I believe there could have been some co-starring opportunities alongside one Robin Williams, since I believe they were, in fact, roommates at some point, you know? So, like, yeah, but instead of this being a groundbreaking uh, film for Ritter to show his box office prowess, um problem child is just it it sucks it's unfunny it's watching an open mic night at a comedy club and you wish there was a cane um <laughs> all right so what does the article say it says despite starring the late john, the late great john ritter this slapstick comedy about a kid who looks like an angel and acts like a terror has way more problems than it has laughs. It got panned by critics, and yet this one still went on to make two sequels that no one asked for, Problem Child 2 and Problem Child 3, Junior in Love. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, just a terrible film. Uh, There's, like, almost no redeeming qualities about it. Except that um, it does uh, it, it seem to eerily uh, warn us about what a, a generation raised off the internet tends to look like. It seems like a caricature of a generation that wasn't born yet. In this there's opinion. If more people share my opinion of Problem Child then uh, we might see over time that Rotten Tomatoes score actually go up. Uh, (laughs) But I doubt it. Uh, I sincerely doubt it. Anyway, moving on down the list is Look Who's Talking Now. The follow-up to the very cute but fun Look Who's Talking. Um, Look Who's Talking Now um, is how not to do a sequel? In every single way. It's how not to do a sequel. Nothing really left to be said there. However, the article states, John Travolta and Christy Alley reunited for this final installment of the Lucus Talking Trilogy, where, instead of talking babies, we were given talking dogs, voiced by Diane Keaton and Danny DeVito. Spoiler alert! They didn't have anything worth saying. Yeah, no, they didn't. <laughs> I hate this movie with a passion, especially since some people I know, uh, their kids absolutely love this movie. So, um, yeah, it's one of those. I mean, everybody got paid. It did make his money back. It broke even at the box office, but... Yeah, this is Rotten Tomato scores. So, yeah, this movie sucks. All right, and finally here uh, we get the one I've never even heard of. Um, is this a series of movies? I don't know. Um, but uh, how I missed out on this is I'm a fan of both of the actors in this. I I don't know. I I'll, I'm going to have to check it out somehow, see what my opinion is. But the movie is. Titled, Ballistic X vs. Server from 2002. And the article says, You'd think an action flick about two former government agents going head-to-head in a battle for a deadly weapon would be pretty compelling, especially when those agents are played by Lucy Liu and Antonio Banderas. But unfortunately, this one ended up looking more like a 1990s video game promo than an original nuanced movie. (laughs) Mortal Kombat, anyone? Oh, the OG Trilogy Mortal Kombat? Uh, yeah. So this wasn't even a B-movie, apparently. This would be more like a C-minus movie. Not even a B-movie. It's a C-minus. If it manages to rage that high, I would... If it's got a zero on Rotten Tomatoes... I mean, come on. You know... (laughs) How, I mean, how bad does the movie have to be to get a zero on Rotten Tomatoes? Usually there's, a, like, the, the sympathy vote, right? You get a sympathy vote for, like, oh, you tried. Here you go. But uh, apparently, Ballistic X versus Server is just terrible. Alrighty, and next we have a Jean-Claude Van Damme film pre-streaming um, services. Um, where he was still trying to get movies in theaters during a very rough period of his life, Um, still very much battling what I believe was a cocaine addiction at this point, and trying to recover. Um, 2002 movie entitled Derailed. Okay? Um, According to the article, it says, Jean-Claude Van Damme may have major star power, but this pulpy, straight-to-video action flick about a special government agent, the biological weapons he must protect, and the terrorist group that tries to steal them is just too implausible to be enjoyed. Um, hmm. Um, Sounds like a James Bond Bond, uh, plot to me. So, um, I don't know. I think maybe the audience uh, didn't understand it. Uh, I think it was well past its prime. Uh, This movie would have played very well in 1993 when I'm sure it was written. But by 2002, it wasn't playing so well anymore. You'd seen a thousand movies just like it and probably acted and directed and shot better. So, yeah, I don't know that a zero is fair. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. I've never watched a movie of his where I wasn't at least entertained. So zero, come on, Rotten Tomatoes. We, we, we can give this like a, a, a 2% rotten and be fair about it, right? Anyway, uh, and finally, we are going to reach where I'm cutting it off uh, <laughs> for myself here. Um, um, the articles are very interesting and everything, but um, yeah, these are the 0% Rotten Tomatoes stuff. And um, the live-action Pinocchio from 2002 is undoubtedly the worst movie of all time. I don't think there can be an argument here. It's a live-action Pinocchio. Nobody, nobody, even stoned or drugged down out of their mind or crazy or making fishing lures with their hair would have wanted to see live-action Pinocchio. No way possible for this to be a good idea. But yet, they made live-action Pinocchio. No one asked for this Pinocchio live-action remake, and fans were left haunted by this hammy version of the classic children's tale, which critics deemed far more creepy than it was charming. Exactly! exactly do not leave your kids alone with these actors it's just it's horrible it's horrible and deserves its zero percent rating on rotten tomatoes my gosh it's terrible it's just terrible all right thank you guys thank you again for joining me uh, follow over the Phone 1 on Twitter and Instagram. Stay up to date with me and the show and everything. Thank you for tuning in. This has been just a portion of the 22 worst movies of all time. You can find the full article by following me on Twitter or heading over to popsugar.com for Dreadful Rock 574. I'm your host, Charles Nerver the Phone 1 on Twitter and Instagram, baby. We'll see you next time here on Nerver the Phone Podcast.